Bom dia, boa tarde. Welcome to another short news flash podcast from PortugueseSoccer.com. My name is John Nevsh. Well, it's being recorded tonight, this podcast. Uh, it is Monday, June the 1st. And in less than 48 hours, the Liga Noz will resume. I want to put into perspective for you how we left things off and how we're going to resume things. But the Liga, okay, the last set of matches were played on Sunday, March the 8th, okay? And uh, that day, on uh, Sunday, March the 8th, there were five uh, matches played of the big three. Sporting played at home and beat the Sportiva do Aves 2-0. The day before, March the 7th, the Saturday, was a very interesting day. Benfica made the short trip to Setubal and drew 1-1. And then Porto that night had the psychological opportunity to go up by three points, and they also drew at home against Riwav, 1-1, and that's how the season was last played. And, of course, uh, that Tuesday there was talk that the Liga matches for round 25 would be played behind closed doors. And then that Thursday, the 12th, everything fell apart. Everything was suspended. And, of course, um, all of us, all of us in all different parts of the world, we quickly saw everything taken away and told to stay home um, to help uh, fight against the spread of COVID-19. But now we start back up uh, this uh, Wednesday, June the 3rd, two matches of the big three. Porto will make the short trip to Familia Gong, and they will be taking, uh, when they go to uh, play that match, they have an opportunity psychologically you've heard me in this podcast, I've talked about how psychologically it's very important with teams. They will be looking to go up for the night at least four points if they pick up the three points away. Benfica will play the next day. Uh, they have a match scheduled at home in Luge. Of course, an empty uh, stadium, just like all the others, against uh, Tundela. And uh, Sporting that night will also be playing later on that evening. That's the RTP International Match of the Week, FYI. And that's a great game at Guimarães. Uh, sporting, of course, four points behind Braga. And that is a very big three points that Sporting needs. Braga, they will play on Friday and they'll be going to Lisbon. As, of course, as you know, Santa Clara will be playing in Cidade do Futebol. And they'll be playing on their main pitch. If you've ever been to, uh, we'll, we'll say, Football City, they've got several pitches. It's, of course, the national team training camp. And uh, they'll be using the main one there. Um, so Braga with an opportunity, depending on what Sporting does, to either stay ahead by four points or possibly build their league. So I'll, finally, 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 we're going to get some uh, football, some soccer, whatever word you use in your part of the world. And again, it's going to be practically every single day, with the exception of a day off in between each round. And, uh, you know, we all need some normal in our life, and certainly the idea that we can watch these matches, whether you do it on the watch it on TV, whether you listen to it on the radio, with uh, you know any of the apps, um, the relatos. Uh, I'm assuming most of them will be done from the studio and not necessarily from the stadium. Uh, it's just going to be very nice that we're going to be able to have this type of normal back um, in our respective uh, daily lives. A uh, few other things to talk about, of course, is with the Liga resuming on Wednesday. And it's not without controversy. But again, um, you know, 
Portugal uh, and controversy. The Liga Nós is almost sometimes like a married couple that always argues. And of course, there's been some uh, disagreement, uh, especially with Benfica and Meritimu, over the five substitute rule that it was not formally agreed upon. So there has been a general assembly called. It was initially for June the 9th which was a Tuesday of next week, the same day that round uh, 26 starts, they have pushed the General Assembly to Monday, when the next day off of the league, uh, that Monday in between, and they are going to uh, basically that day seek to vote on it. Uh, It's also a big day for the league president. Of course, he's been under some controversy with regards to criticism over trying to get some matches on open TV. They're also expected to vote on him with regards to a vote of confidence or no confidence. So uh, next Monday, although no matches will be played, there's going to be plenty of news coming out of Portugal uh, that day. Uh, We also know from some reports that it looks like early September, the Liga Nós will resume. Uh, So what you're looking at is you're looking at the season extending through pretty much the end of July. Then you'll have the cup final if there's no issues. And then you'll have the month of August where players, I guess, get maybe, what, a week off and then get three or four weeks of training, you know, before things get going in early September. We're also going to have the Super Cup. It's been announced this year that the Super Cup, uh, the Super Tassa, of course, Benfica and Porto this year will be played. It's going to be like the League Cup final. Uh, they'll play the 90 minutes, and if they're, they still are or draw after 90 minutes, then they're going to go and decide it in penalty kicks instead of playing any extra time. So they'll go to the shootout. Uh, transfer window, same time, starting as any other year, July the 1st. And, of course, it will run through September the 22nd. So if the Liga does start in early September, you'll have about which is generally normal when you know when things are normal in early August. You'll have about three weeks of the season going on, while at the same time, of course, there'll also be the transfer market. Uh, Portuguese clubs, if there's one source of revenue, like I've said before, that they need badly, and that is selling players. And this is, of course, so incredibly important uh, for the teams to sell and make money, especially with the current economic times. It's going to be a challenge. I'm not sure if we're going to see any 50, 60 million euro deals. Uh, You may not even see anything 40. Um, You know, I mean, uh, Delish of Porto has been kind of mentioned in the press for about 25, but the thinking is is it's probably going to be maybe for half of that. But again, we don't know. That's for the agents uh, to do their work. Uh, But again, football starts Wednesday. We have the month of June, the month of July. Taça de Portugal, hopefully, again, it's not been a guarantee that they're going to play that at the end of July. The idea is just to wait to see how the season goes. And then if there are no problems, then it stands to reason that they will you know, end the season by playing the Taça de Portugal. And then August will be a break. But we could still have some very interesting football, soccer being played in Portugal. There's been some stories that the Champions League final uh, might be coming to Lisbon. Basically, Istanbul this year is supposed to be hosting the Champions League final, but they don't want to host it with an empty stadium. One of the things you have to understand, Sports Business 101, is that when you host a final, you want people to come into the country. You want them to spend money on hotels, restaurants. You want them to spend money in the local economy. And then, of course, you want a stadium full of people to show a game, which also basically promotes your country around the world. And from what I read... Uh, basically in Turkey, if they're not going to have the ability to have fans in the in the stands to watch the match, 
then they are not going to be going for it. So apparently Lisbon has been mentioned in the news as hosting the Champions League final. I think it's a big coup for Portugal to be able to basically be in a position to be considered for such an important match, which, as you know, is broadcasted around the world. Uh, especially this year, a lot of people will be uh, watching that. Uh, will be interesting to see, um, you know, when they show the match, um, where they're going to have it. Are they going to have it in Luz? Are they going to have it in Alvalade? Of course, we know about was it five six years ago, Athletic the, the Madrid Derby, so to speak, with Atletico and Real Madrid. Of course, final Champions League final was in the Luz. Uh, but again, if they're not having any spectators, fans in the stands then technically it doesn't really matter, I guess, the stadium. And, you know, keep in mind that Alvalad and Luz are both going to be hosting resuming matches. You know, obviously we know that uh, there's still five matches that each team is going to play in those stadiums. So it's the stadiums will be ready uh, with the protocols and, and, you know, things of that nature. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention that I think is pretty important, um, the Meritimu president, who, by the way, has some power. The man has some pull. He complained that he wanted his stadium to host matches. Uh, the idea was to initially have everything in the cognate. Well, he spoke up, and of course now Meritimu will be hosting matches in their stadium. He, of course, has been one of the people not happy with the way the five-substitute rule wasn't voted on. And recently he spoke up about something that I think a lot of fans would be happy. I touched base with it in the last podcast, and that is, of course, that the he talked about having fans in the stands, not filling up the stadium, but having some fans in the stands. Uh, yesterday, the president of Braga, Antonio Salvador, also got into the mix of this and talked about it. And the idea is very simple. Think about it. You're allowing people in the beaches. You're allowing people into the restaurants, although at limited capacity. People are out and about going about their lives. Some people are going back to work. You have people walking along the beach where there's crowds. Why would you, in a basically at a match in a stadium where the environment is so controlled, you're not going to have fans sitting with each other unless they're family. You're going to have people spread out throughout the stadium. If you're going to allow what's going on in the outside, why wouldn't you allow that in the stadium where they could control that environment and at least have some people and the sound of the spectators of the fans in the stadium? I think they would like to see that. So the health authorities did comment. They didn't really answer the question. They left it open. They said they want to continue to study the pandemic. They still want to follow the daily numbers. And then once they do, they would probably think about a little bit more probably in July. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Round 32, 33, last round of week you know, round 34, week 34, I wouldn't be shocked if there's some fans in the stands, limited, maybe 30% capacity. Or I wouldn't be surprised that there would be some fans probably starting at the beginning of next season. It would not surprise me all. Now, again, this is all a saying that we assume that all the matches are going to go on without any problems. And that's a very important part in all this is that we need to continue to keep the numbers low. We need to continue to keep people safe. And if that happens... Uh, then, of course, everybody uh, will be able to, some fans at least, will be able to watch matches in the stadium. And uh, look, it's going to be a different summer for a lot of us. Again, month of July may be busy with matches. Might be a great time to go to Portugal. But the transportation, you know, traveling, flying, even though TAP is opening up some airlines, it won't be as much as we've had in the past summers. But at least this summer, we have a lot to look forward to with a lot of football a lot of matches to be played this summer, especially now with talk of the Champions League final in Portugal. Um, but the bottom line is, is a piece of our normal life is back, folks. We need to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. 
There's going to be controversy. And you know when that happens, that things are back to normal in Portugal. just want to end this podcast by saying thank you to everyone who has DM'd me and emailed me. Love the support of this podcast. Love that you love it. I love your ideas. Uh, I live in a part of the world that is not 100% open yet, so it's not easy for me to buy equipment when these electronic stores are still not open. I tried to buy a PlayStation 4. And I had no luck because there was nothing available and everything was closed. But I like to think in the next few weeks that will change. But that's the kind of world that uh, some of us, especially me, are living in. But I am hoping in the future again to have guests. I've already got a few people lined up. Folks, it's always been a pleasure. Stay safe and enjoy the matches on Wednesday.